one. We're on. We're live. Welcome, everybody. Hello. This is the the Doorknob Patrol. I'm uh, Sparky, and uh, who I'm, are you? I'm Gordy. Hey, Gordy. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. So, uh, what are we? Uh, what are we fucking doing here? What is this? <laughs> What's, what what the fuck are we doing? Why are you people listening to these voices that are coming from your speakers? That's another good question. What are we doing? Well, we thought it would be an interesting idea and a good idea to do a podcast. Uh huh. Um, because we have some pretty unique ideas about certain topics and we've kind of come to the conclusion over the last few years that people kind of think the same as us and people are just as strange as we are so we figure let's just share that with mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. and make us feel better about our strangeness and so we figured this was the best way a kind of therapy of sorts mm -hmm. yeah um, i mean this will be different from what you share with your therapist probably <laughs> or i hope so i don't know if i'm ready for that deep, well, we'll deep kind of stuff but. we'll see where we'll go but um yeah we just wanted to get our voices out there and um yeah see what everybody see if everyone thinks as crazily as we do so like if you had to if you had to break it down into one sentence what are we what are we really doing here what are we trying to do what give me a, give me a catchy slogan give me a nike just do it what are we doing what are we doing um we're trying to make sense of the world one podcast at a time wow you came up with that on the spot didn't you? <laughs> yeah that's already copyrighted nobody tried to steal that because you're going to hear from my lawyers you're gonna hear from you're gonna hear from Mr. Cohen in the next few days if you. If you try whoa, to. whoa! Why did that was that, that was that was racist? But, but yeah, so I mean, okay, doorknob patrol. We're making sense of the world one podcast at a time, and I think we've agreed on a format that we'll take on. So we're gonna kind of do two or three topics or questions, and and we discuss. And I think what we'll try to do is is come to some sort of conclusion and. And I think our listeners at home or in your car or, you know, in your halfway house, wherever you guys are staying. Or in your cubicle also. Or in your cubicle. Yeah, I mean, get back to fucking work. Yeah, yeah. Paying you. But, I mean, if you're <laughs> listening to this at work, cool. That's that's cool with us too. But you'll hear a, uh, oh, 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 my DJ horn wasn't working. Here we go. Hold on. Yeah. Once once you hear that, you know we're at the uh, at the conclusion of, of a topic. And I think we'll just pick stuff that we either think is is funny or something relevant or something newsworthy, and um, I don't know. You think will people learn learn something from us? I don't know. Unlikely, <laughs> but um, uh, I think we think similarly about certain things and other things we don't think so similarly about. So I think it will be a good mix of us. Are we going to use the international debate format for, for, for this discussion? Do I have to call you Mr. Speaker? <laughs> you can refer to me as the Speakmaster. Speakmaster? Senior Speakmaster? Yeah, right, I think you'll be so. Senior Speakmaster from now on. Yeah, so, so what we're trying to say is don't, don't cite us in your, in your research paper. Or if, we, if you fact check us and you realize we're wrong, like, go fuck yourself. Good for you. I don't care. We don't yeah. care. <laughs> It'll probably happen most of the time anyways. So, yeah. And I mean, you could let us know anyways. but Yeah, please do let us know. Send us uh, an email. We'll share all that information shortly. Send us an email or reach out to us on uh, our social media. And then we'll go and delete your post or delete your email. <laughs> as Buddy said over here, we don't really care. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't care. It'll be interesting for us to, to read on our spare time maybe but yeah otherwise like we'll be wrong a lot probably but yeah. we're gonna still talk anyways there you go we we do have a twitter account at doorknob patrol or you can hit us at our email doorknob patrol at gmail.com all one word no no caps no underscores no special characters just doorknob patrol yeah, just that's keep it. it simple yeah in the words of michael scott keep it simple stupid <laughs> k-i-s-s k-i-s-s yeah, yeah there you go yo he's he's one of the role models we have on this show Love for you. sure so I mean, maybe a bit of background. Who are we? We're 
we're relatively young adults, I would say. You know, we're we're younger than thirty. We, we still look like children when we shave. That's true. So I think that. But you can actually grow grow facial hair. So you you have the option of not looking like a child. Thank you, mom and dad, for giving me the hairlessness that doesn't allow me to you know to grow facial hair. But on the other hand, I also my my arms are kind of smooth, which I, mean, I think is a plus. I don't know. You look like a small uh, immigrant <laughs> child on all parts of your body. But I mean, I, yeah, I, I come from the you know the hairy. Soviet Union beer belly tummy kind of jeans, so mm, mm. I, that makes sense for me. And we'll be we'll be braiding uh, Gordy's back hair later on in the in the show. So yeah, we're gonna give you some tips on which oils to use to moisturize the hairs and make sure that they're voluptuous all the time. Very good, yeah. Um, but you should also you should also be hairy, actually, given your background. I don't know why you're not. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Middle it's Eastern just, over here. Yeah, I don't know. It just I guess it worked out. You know, sometimes things skip a generation. I mean, it worked out. I, I wish you were skipped a generation, so you weren't here. But. You don't mean that, do you? <laughs> what else? What else? Who else are we? We're we're living in Toronto, I guess. Yeah. That's who we are. We're Fuck yeah. repping repping the six. Yeah. Thank you, Drake, for that. I must yeah. say, I fucking hated that name at first, but now, I mean, now we have no choice, basically. So. There you go. If if he's the six god, we're the six jesters, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's how we. We're Drake's. Work. Everyone in Toronto is Drake's jester as well. That's a good way. Well, yeah, he put us on the map, so we owe everything to him, really. Yeah. Although I suppose. maybe it would be better if we weren't. If we were over there. But anyway. But why are we doing this, really? What, what what's the point? Why are we doing I this? I don't know. What is the point of anything, really? Or is, it's too early to get into that. <laughs> I, we wrote down some ideas on why we're doing this. We, some things we came up with. We are overcoming existential dread. Yeah. It's, it's to share general misery of our life with you guys. Um, our parents might have given us too much confidence. That might be the other thing, yeah. too. Yeah. Too encouraging. I think so. Yeah. They shouldn't have done such a good job at that. <laughs> but uh, but mostly we're just we're just fucking around, having some fun, entertaining. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, as life continues to go by quicker and quicker and our death approaches us, <laughs> then, yeah, we just want to share that misery. Oh, my God, you're Everybody's... so deep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming out with a book, man, in a few months. Don't worry. If you, if you guys miss anything, you'll, you can catch it in my book. Oh, my God. I've, I've been reading this other book. It's like, it reminds me of what you're saying. It's called Mein Kampf. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really inspirational. Oh, my God. I hear that's a hit. Yeah, oh I really God. like that. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, wow. Okay, maybe we should... <laughs> Fine. After that, we should probably say we're also Jewish. So, I think yeah, we're yeah. allowed to make that joke, right? Yeah, yeah, we're a bunch of nice little Jewish boys from yeah. a nice little Jewish suburb. You know, harmless little shits. Yeah. But yeah. still, you know, we still have something to offer, I think. Aside from, yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll let you guys be the judge of that, I suppose. Yeah. So maybe, okay, I think this will be our big intro, primary, first episode. And I think from here, we can actually get into our first topic. Yeah, so we had actually planned this topic. Uh, we, we discussed this last week as we were brainstorming topics. And there was some very new news that came out today or yesterday regarding this. So it makes it very topical. Um, so our first topic is <laughs> getting right into it. If you travel to another country to join a terrorist organization, <laughs> should you be, if you request to be brought back, should your government help you in doing that? And what kind of what kind of terrorist organization are you talking we're, about? We're not, talk, we're not talking about like the you know the Saturday Bakery Club, and like you know people just like don't like your bread, so they consider you a terrorist. We're not talk, we're not talking about that. We're talking about like you must have had a bad experience with your baker. Yeah, some yeah yeah. Uh, we're talking about like in the words of Obama, ISIL, <laughs> ISIL. As, as it's referred to in America. Or Al-Qaeda, or... Uh, no, I think you're confusing now. <laughs> but I'm sure people have joined Al-Qaeda, too. Yeah, yeah. There's Daesh. Daesh, yeah. Daesh, yeah. They like to use that one. ISIL, ISIS, 
Yeah. Um, Islamic State. You know, whichever. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've really their their social media team has really branded them well. I think they've really. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. out to their brand marketing manager. Uh, you've done a great job. I'd like to get in. Yeah, I'd like to hear your tips on how you did that. Yeah, Yo, you got. There's a lot of different names, but yeah, yeah, I mean, in every country, it seems there is some instance of somebody who's joined and then they want to come back. I know in Canada there was. I think it was like a week or two ago, there was a 28-year-old who went with his family to Syria to supposedly join. He has his two kids there. He has his wife. Suddenly, they want to come back to Canada. There was yeah. an instance in, in England as well. This one was more, more a, a female who was um, married to an ISIS fighter, and then she wanted to come back. But she also didn't seem very apologetic for it. Yeah. It was kind of like a rebellious team. It's like, it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm sorry that I didn't do more, but like, I want to come <laughs> home, mom and dad. Like, that's, that's the feeling I got from that. But should, should these people be allowed back? Is there, is there any legitimacy to it? Well, the first, the first uh, in my opinion, no. And the first reason for that is, like, a lot of governments would, like, legally consider it treason. Yeah. So, just for, or, fine, maybe you would be allowed back, but then you'd be in jail for probably many 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 years so you probably wouldn't even get to live out like live in society but does does the government have a responsibility because they're technically a citizen of the country they have the passports they've let's say lived right. in that country for whatever it is 20 years should the government do something to help even if they get charged or i think no i think no because as someone who's gone to like Syria or Iraq or whatever, any country to join a terrorist organization, you've essentially given up your your rights and privileges as a whatever citizen, Canadian citizen, American citizen, whatever, for all intents and purposes, and you would be charged with treason. So that kind of confirms that you that you've kind of given up all your rights. So you shouldn't be allowed back. And if you just look at it from the taxpayer's point of view, because oh, yeah. we're all about the taxpayer. Um, <laughs> If they were to be reintegrated into society, if they were to come back to their originating country, then it would be taxpayer money that would be funding all these whatever programs they would develop to reintegrate them and all that. So you're spending money to bring a terrorist back to your home country. And you, whatever they could be saying is bullshit that they don't believe in the initial cause that they believed in anymore and they are, they're not with that anymore. Yeah, you don't really know if they're telling the truth or not. Not to mention it's expensive to jail them too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And That's they'll probably, true. you think they'll have, I wonder if they lived better in jail than if they did in Syria. I guess probably for a bit they were living it good, you know, pillaging and like, they're like Vikings for a bit there. Yeah. but then you're slaves and whatever. Then, but then you're probably spending multiple days in the desert at times, fucking eating sand probably. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you get like a nice omelet in the morning you know, <laughs> and I in jail omelet. in Toronto, you know, you have Buddy like, you know, maybe give you a smoke if you asked him really nicely, you know, hack a Buddy in your cell. You think these guys just played a lot of Call of Duty and then decided that that was sick and they wanted to do that? I actually think that probably for some people that, it, it like in quotation marks, inspired them to go to Syria or whatever. <laughs> like people, I think that, yeah. Like they just wanted to get up there. They wanted like to be like real, real, real time first person shooter. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I think so. They yeah. wanted some heads rolling, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no, there's no respawn points though in, in Syria. <laughs> Well, there are. There are 72. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. You, you, respawn. you respawn later. <laughs> what do you think about it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think definitely there should not be any effort put into it. It should be more like a, oh, yeah, you captured some of our guys. Like, yeah, we'll work on it. And I mean, in the meantime, if they, you know, if the uh, Persh Mega fighters or the uh, the Kurds end up, you know, decapitating a couple of those fighters, like, you know, whatever. We, we did our best. What can we do? I mean, we don't have a government that's in 
place that we could even talk to yeah. to figure out what to do with these guys. It's like, you know, this, to me, this is like, this is kind of like a, a sunk cost for them. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they've already invested in it. They've, you know, they've done their work. There's no more money that can be spent on this. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think from, again, I think taxpayer point of view is, is the one I like to take and think, no, I don't want you guys back here. I don't want to waste my money yeah. bringing you back. Not to mention, I mean, you already went. Like, you literally went, you weren't going to like Jamaica or something. You're going to Syria. <laughs> I mean, you... You, you knew had, what you were getting into. You gotta, you gotta, I mean, that's, yeah, that's not a vacation. Maybe it's like the Fry Festival equivalent <laughs> in Syria. <laughs> but at least in Fry Mac Festival, they weren't, festival. yeah, yeah, they weren't, they weren't trying to decapitate. the Fire Festival. The Fire, not Fry, Fire yeah, Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire Festival, yeah. yeah. you see that documentary? Oh my God, what That's fucking festival. hilarious. Yo, I wonder, I wonder if they were better off going to Syria instead of that fucking <laughs> island. Yeah, maybe. I think it would have turned out better for the rest of the world. Do we, do we let the people back from the fire festival into the country? <laughs> Remember when those people were, like, waiting for their uh, flights back? And they were like, yeah, like, there wasn't any planes at the airport available to bring us back. It's like, yeah, the, the, we weren't planning on any planes coming to pick you up. <laughs> that was a one-way trip. The government was like, yo, if you're willing to pay $5,000 to go to a music festival where Blink-182 is the, the main act, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, maybe you're better off just staying there, you know, re- rebuild your life in on Fire Island or whatever. Yeah, Fire Island. And fuck all that, like, every person deserves a second chance and all that bullshit of, like, you know, give them a second chance. It's like, no, this person decided to be a terrorist. Let him... So, again, we've moved on from the fire. Yeah, yeah. This is back to the actual terrorists. (laughs) Not the fire terrorists. Although the fact that you decided to buy a $5,000 ticket to go to a fire festival, you know, it's mild terrorism in my mind for all the... (laughs) That's an atrocity in my mind. But anyway, yeah, coming back to to the original point. Yeah, I mean, I I think I'm with you. I mean, like... You, you went there to go basically destroy the stability of society in some way and try to implement some sort of archaic yeah. rule over people where they're slaves and you essentially have total power over everyone's life to implement whatever you want. I mean, like, that's... That's, I mean, yeah, there's, I, let's just say, I feel like it's hard. Maybe this topic was too easy because I feel like there's very few people who would actually have any sympathy for, for yeah. these people, really. Well, I mean... I don't know. I think a lot of people have the same opinion as us on this topic, but clearly not everyone does because this is being debated. Like in in our government, we have like there's this guy who's just on the news, Jihadi Jack, and he has um, well, he was like on like he's kind of a very famous uh, beheader of ISIS. Um, Was that his social media? (laughs) Yeah, that was his cast in society, Um, and he's a half Canadian, half British citizenship. So. He's he wants to go back to the UK. Uh, he he doesn't want to come back to Canada, but there are, I'm sure there are Canadians who want to come back. Um, yeah, that's just a niche niche. That that is a huge niche niche that's for just, sure. Yeah, I mean their values don't coincide with our values, and like we don't need them bringing that shit back. It's just like there's no need. It's unnecessary, and like yeah. uh, it goes beyond everyone deserves a second chance and all that stuff. Like no, it's it's just better for the rest of. I mean, I've, society. Yeah. If you're not here, I've heard people say, "Oh, it's it's maybe just like a bad decision they make, their circumstances, whatever." It's like, yeah, like I'm I'm all about. I understand bad decisions. Listen, if you go and you rob like a convenience store and like you're a teenager and you're growing up in a shitty condition and whatever, I can understand giving a second chance for that. Even as an adult, I could see maybe okay. Let's say they had a rough upbringing. Maybe they didn't have cash. Whatever. Not that to say what they did is right. They should definitely be punished. But yeah. I'm all for you know. In those cases, makes sense for a second chance. Here it's like. You really had to think this one out. They're like, they're like, okay, Tuesday I'm gonna go to Syria. Wednesday, hopefully, I've beheaded my first infidel. You know, <laughs> yeah. Thursday maybe I'll I'll marry my first slave, my first bride. Whatever. Yeah. Like this is this is really like been planned out. Yeah, yeah. And the, and 
the vast majority of the time, whenever you make a bad decision in your life, you have to live with it. Like, yeah. there's no, you can't go back a lot of the that's time. That's true. And this is a similar situation, so. That's true. Your parents have had to live with their poor decision for almost 30 years <laughs> yeah. now, haven't they? <laughs> wow, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, Boom! That's, that's, roasted! <laughs> yeah, we should do like a roast central, a comedy central roast on uh, maybe Jihadi Jack or something. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. if they brought him back for a roast, there, that's taxpayer money well and you spent. you know what? And they would get him They call the- him the beheader, but I have not even seen him behead one person yet. Oh. Yo, get him on Skype, on a projector, like a Skype call from uh, the prison that he's in in, uh, in Syria or uh, wherever he is right now. Jihadi Jack is so lazy, he does not even sharpen his rusty blade before beheading the infidels. You, you sharpen your blade the same way I clean my room when my mom tells me. Oh, roasted. <laughs> oh, Yo, my that, God. That would be taxpayer money. Well yeah, we just need to contact whoever the guy from FIRE contacted for investors to get, <laughs> to get this put together. Wow, this is just a collision of worlds here. We'll, is... we'll reach out to Moses' name. Billy, Billy, Billy McFarlane. Yeah, Billy McFarlane. Yeah, we'll reach out to Billy's uh, people and... See if we can get some of that. Yo, maybe Billy can make a festival in Syria. <laughs> Yo, that would be the most ultimate music festival ever. And it'll just Yo. be ISIS music the whole time. Like, Yo. You know, that music you, they play right what, what do you think they listen to? They've actually found... Remember when they um, when they arrested Osama bin Laden? When they, or not arrested him, when they fucking killed him. <laughs> they, we, we arrested him. He resisted arrest, so he had to act accordingly. <laughs> they found, like, porn, and they found, like... Very Western things. Yo, they like so, to party too. Yeah, so I'm sure that they have some like these guys have like Yo. Metallica. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking maybe they're Same more anger. they're more of a uh, maybe like a post Malone type type vibe to that. <laughs> or uh, who, who's that French DJ? Oh man, the David one. Guetta. Yeah, Dave, maybe like David Guetta. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's like who a knows? mix. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they have their own mashups. They do with like David Guetta and the, the ISIS music. <laughs> ISIS mashup. Yeah. <laughs> The ISIS DJ mix. Yeah, in some ways they're very different from us, but in some other ways, yeah, I'm sure they appreciate the occasional, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the occasional the occasional mix? Yeah, the occasional mix, yeah. Okay. So, so I feel like, so I feel like on this one, we're, it was, it's pretty clear cut from, from every perspective we think they, they should not be allowed back. I think really the point of this was just to confirm that we don't fucking want you back in our country. That's really what we wanted to talk Yeah, you. if you're listening to this podcast, you. you're not welcome back. <laughs> yeah. I'll be really upset. I'm going to call my local MP if you come back <laughs> and I'm going to get you taken care of. We'll make a, we'll make a, a what's it called? Not a survey, a, a petition online yeah, and we're, yeah. we're going to get at least 300 of our closest friends to sign the it. city council is going to debate this. Yeah, for make hours. Sure the people are hurt. And hours. <laughs> so I think we can put this one, or yeah, we, we can put this one to rest. You maybe. know, you know what to do. Yeah. 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 Do you think they would play that in the ISIS uh, in the ISIS <laughs> DJ set? They'd have their own DJ horn. They would make like a remix out of it. Like remember the Kawhi, like remember the Kawhi Leonard, the Christmas, you know, the laugh that he did that he became really famous <laughs> for. Yeah. And then our friend showed us the Christmas mix that was made out of it. Oh man, they would do that something was, similar, uh, something for, similar to that. For some context, there might be some non-basketball Fair. fans who are listening in. So there was there was an NBA player who came to the Raptors to the Toronto Raptors and. He had a he had a weird laugh and people kind of remixed that into a, a Christmas tune so it was it was yeah. weird, so so that will be in the ISIS mix coming up yeah, the 2019 yeah. mix and to all of our listeners please listen to that it's fucking hilarious <laughs> maybe Kawhi we, Leonard probably won't appreciate but whatever maybe we can post uh post a link yeah we'll post a link in our Twitter account yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll send it out so people can take a take a listen to it and share it please so everyone yeah. experiences the the beauty of that wonderful laugh of Kawhi Leonard yeah.
Speaking of which, I think this was a this is a good segue into into our next topic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so our our beloved uh, Demar Demar Derozan. R.I.P. Rest, rest in peace. I mean, he's I guess he's still alive. I know, but like Toronto, rest in peace, Toronto. Yeah, yeah he, Toronto time. Yeah. So so he he's a a former Raptor. He came back to town as a member of the San Antonio Spurs, and it was a very uh, a very exciting game. A lot of us fans were looking forward to it. He was he was the guy who really embraced Toronto, really put Toronto on his back, and he's from L.A. And he's, you know, an American, and, and a lot of times the, the stereotype with the NBA players was that Americans don't want to come and play for a Canadian team. It's another country. It's weird to them. Yeah. It's, it's a different world. They don't have, I don't know, Fox News or whatever they want to listen to. I don't it's know. It's cold weird, as fuck. Weird, weird. Yeah, it's, it is cold. Although, I always get pissed off at that one. There's so many colder cities in the States, or equally cold. Like, Fair. New York, in my opinion, I mean, New York is just as cold. Chicago. Yeah. Yo, Minnesota, fuck you. You guys live in igloos. We don't live in igloos. <laughs> no disrespect to our northern brethren. But yeah, you yeah, guys, yeah. I think I think if we look geographically, I'm pretty sure they're further north than us. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right, I think. Yo, and also, like, not to shit on Cleveland again, because I feel like every everybody shits no, on no, Cleveland. No, no, never but, enough. Yeah, but, but yo, like, Cleveland's better? Really? Cleveland's better? Yeah, I'm a- like, yeah. Toronto's legit probably, like, top top city in the NBA to play. I mean, we're biased a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But no, we do have really good fans. Like, the fans love the team and the fans stick with the team no matter what, even when we're, even in the last few years when we were doing shit. I mean, I remember the the lean years. Our attendance was was middle of the pack from what I remember. Even when our when our team was was awful. Like, but that I mean, was a just, very long, that was, that was like almost 10 years ago, no? Or you're talking I guess, more recent than that? I guess even, yeah, I guess it was maybe 10. I think, I mean, in the last five years, we've been pretty good i mean i guess really good the yeah, best yeah. Our, our franchise has ever been and then before that there were some bad years mixed with some like sort of okay years where we made the playoffs and got crushed but like weren't really that great a team and yeah. and then before that there were just like some god oh anyways yeah yeah but, we were really disappointed though when we watched uh the all-star game last week oh yeah yeah it yeah. was very disappointing all-star game so yeah i mean the dunk contest there was maybe one one dunk I thought the the jumping over Shaq arm in the yeah, rim, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one was sick. But aside from that, yo, the rest were. I mean, there was the guy who jumped over the airplane and, and destroyed broke it. a piece of the that, yeah. Like if that, that was pretty hilarious. That yeah, was yeah. Pretty, that was kind of the the best case scenario that could have happened for that dunk, just because it was more yeah. amazing. But I think in general, over the last few years, the All Star Game has just turned into more of a. It's just like an entertainment event. It's not. It's, it's very gimmicky. It's very gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. like. They have like it's sponsored by Kia and like Kia brings in a car and like some players like two years ago I think that's Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, yeah, he did a dunk over a Kia and it's just like they put on these costumes when they do their dunks and it's just slowly and slowly becoming less and less about basketball and more and more just a generic like entertainment event. Like half the I feel like the majority of the people who are in the audience are just there for for entertainment purposes, not necessarily because they're huge fans of basketball, and it's a shame because. There's people who are big fans of actual basketball who wouldn't mind paying a lot of money to go see the All-Star game. And from what I understand, they're unable to see it because all the celebrities pretty much reserve most of the seats. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I, yeah, so I mean, I think all the tickets, from what I know, I have a friend at work who said his brother is a season ticket holder. Apparently, all the bottom row is taken up by either NBA players or sponsors or corporations who are involved in the event or, you know, executives. Um the top row is given, I think, to the season ticket holders, from what I understand, and then from there, the rest of us laymen can can yeah. try to buy a ticket for for seven hundred dollars on the like, secondary market. Fight each other and like cut each other's heads <laughs> off for like the worst tickets in the house. Yeah, but I mean, my my issue is not the entertainment part; it's just like 
the quality of it has gone so bad. Except for that year in Toronto. Yo, no, again, no bias, but yeah, that yeah. year was epic. That was, was sick. It was a really good All-Star game. Oh, man. Yo, so so I guess the I guess what's the question here? It's like, is, is the All-Star game worth worth watching anymore? I guess All-Star weekend. Yeah, you got the game yeah. and then you got Saturday. Honestly, I was so disappointed this year that I don't even know if I would watch anything of any any event of the all-star weekend next year because it was pretty much like this last year too and then this year i figured whatever give it another shot and it's yeah. it's the same nonsense supposedly the ratings were were the worst for it that it's been i can't remember in how long but it's it's a significant low at this point and i can i kind of see why although although i do like that in the all-star game they get to pick teams like it's like on the playground that's pretty sick yeah yeah so how, what is it? They just line up and uh... <laughs> they line them up tallest to shortest, and then, and then you get uh, you get Bradley Beal at the end, who ends up he's like the fat kid who nobody wants to pick at recess. And, and as it comes like, close to the end, you're just praying in your head like, "Fuck, please don't let me be the last person. Please don't let me be the last and, person." And it was funny because he, so the guy who got picked last, Beal, he apparently had made a comment some other point in time, and he said. That they, people just wanted this to happen so that they can see who the NBA players pick last. And then he ended up being the last one. So, so that was pretty uh, good. How appropriate. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. There's definitely some stuff they need to to improve on. Like, yo, we got to get some big dunkers in here. Yo, they should have brought like 40-year-old Vince Carter. I probably wouldn't have. He probably wouldn't have done it. But yeah, that would have been interesting to see him dunk. Yeah. But it's nice to see at the same time all these new guys. Like there was a couple people in the dunk contest I never heard of before, bro. And I'm I like I'm a pretty... they picked they picked them up off the playground. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they look like they're children, but yeah, they're <laughs> they're quite athletic. Yo, you got to know Dennis Smith Jr., bro. Oh yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. is my boy. We go way back. <laughs> we go way back. But yeah, so so I feel like on this one, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see if we watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it next year. Probably not, but we'll see. Who knows. <laughs> But actually, one other thing I wanted to... So, kind of switching back to, to DeRozan. I think one thing I kind of wanted to get your take on. Did did we do him dirty? Did we do him dirty? Because we... So, I mean, we we traded him after he said everything, every all the right things. He always wanted to be here. Said Toronto was awesome. And we have, like, honestly, Toronto, I don't care if anyone disagrees with me. I think we have a huge inferiority complex. I think yeah. we, we have so much, like, PTSD from people, like, <laughs> shunning our team and shitting on Toronto and wanting to leave that. Yo, DeRozan was the first guy who's like, he's like, I love you, baby. I love you. Yeah. I want to be with you. I want to be with you forever. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of you yeah. forever. And, and all of us were like, that's the man we need. He's a man who will take care of us. He's we a man's man. Yeah, he's a he's he's the one. He's the one. And then and then Masai came in like our angry rich father and said, "No, you will not marry Demar." And then and then shipped him off to San Antonio. You know, I mean, we got yeah. we got sexy Kawhi in return for sure. No disrespect, yo, Kawhi, please resign. Yeah, by the but, way. yeah. this is a pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a sales pitch. But I don't know. Um, in a way, yeah. In a way, I think we did because he pretty. Like, did he not say that he was willing to be with Toronto for his whole career? He wanted to. He wanted to, right? Even even when they were looking to extend him a few years back, his contract, he didn't even take meetings with other teams. And basically, his apparently I read stories that his agent had to kind of force him to be like, like listen, like calm down. Like, we still need to negotiate with them because there's still an extension. So you can't just like re-sign right now. We got to, you know, yeah, go yeah. through the process. And he just wanted to get it over with and re-sign and continue because he, That's was, a very he noble was that thing. loyal, you That's know? That's a very like, noble thing to do. And then especially when you have guys like, you know, I won't say, I won't say names, Kevin Durant, that, <laughs> that just like yep. ditch the team. Yep. And especially in situations where you're doing well and you ditch. Yo, Kevin, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch. Yo, you're, be, you're good, but you're a bitch. Yo, be careful. He has lots of burner accounts <laughs> on Twitter. Yo, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna spam our, our Twitter account. Yeah, send do that. Send your people. I don't care. 
you're a bitch for leaving Russell. But sign with Toronto. <laughs> sign with us next year when you're a free agent. Anyways. You do, oh, you'd be such a good GM. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we did. I think we did. And I don't know if it'll be beneficial in the long run. Because we'll see. we'll see. I mean, given the situation with Kawhi, he might not come back. And then if he doesn't, then I don't know if it was a good move. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I went through these stages. I saw the trade. I was immediately angry. Yeah. And I was super, I was just pissed. And I thought, how could you do this to DeMar? You like basically traded him away. And especially at the time, nobody knew if he was actually going to come. Nobody knew how bad his injury was. Nobody knew if he would be the same player. But like Masai, yeah. yo, I got I got to give Masai credit. He's got the biggest balls, man. Yes, he for does. pulling that off though. I yes, have to say, does. biggest balls. So after that though, I went through, it's like the, the five stages of grief or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So then I went through like denial and anger and whatever. And then I sort of came around to acceptance when I started thinking about what it really meant that we got a top five player in the league and somebody who could potentially take us to that next step. Cause we've always struggled in the playoffs. Even if when we made it to the conference finals, it never felt like it was really close. Yeah. To like it was finals. never really truly attainable. But then, and then, but then, then the game happened yesterday where he came back and yeah. it was, it was very, it was very emotional. I, I, as a grown man was close to <laughs> tears when I saw his tribute video and friggin' True. standing ovations. Like, what is it? Like three times that game. It was, yeah. it was like, I don't know. It was, it was difficult. And, and then, and friggin' Damar, then the next thing he says is when they asked him about it, he said that it was, it was like when you tell a girl that you love her and because they asked him if he regretted anything that had happened. He's like, he's like, you know, when you tell a girl that you love her and um, she doesn't love you back, then, you know, you still don't regret it. You said what you felt and, and that's how you felt at the time and there's yeah. no regrets. And I was like, I was like, wow. Yo. And then that's not even the worst thing. After the game, they asked him how he felt and whatever. And they asked him kind of about the comment and like, do you feel this way now that you've came back? It's like seeing your ex-girlfriend or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, you see your ex-girlfriend. You're like, damn, she's still fine as hell. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. I'm like. She still has so much love for oh, us. Oh, so much. But I got to say, the crowd, they treated, yo, we treated him right, though. I mean, on yeah. the return. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't say the same thing about the San Antonio crowd. I guess we're going to lose all of our <laughs> San Antonio viewers right now. But, uh. Yeah, was, well, they, was, they, they did. They did not cheer. They did not cheer for Kawhi yeah, when he came back. Yeah, I would say almost the opposite. That they were unhappy they, with yeah. him. They were not pleased with his decision making. Yeah, definitely. But um, but we love you, Demar. Yeah, we yeah. we can show you nothing but love because he only did good things. Yo, come on to our show. Yeah, yo, Demar, come. Yo, on next to time our you're show. on town, yo, if you're ever back, yeah, yeah. we'll host you. Yo, beers on us. <laughs> beers, beers my place us. is only like 20 minutes from downtown wherever you're probably <laughs> staying at the Hilton or wherever you're gonna stay but yo get an Uber come to my place we'll go out we have a nice uh, nice ramen place beside me I know you probably need protein for your workout but we'll figure it out <laughs> but so I guess I guess the question is like did did we do him dirty and I guess the answer is I guess yes yeah I think we, we did. did but but then to to take it a step further is it just is it just business I mean it is just business but like and to take it a step further should we put out some hits on some people so that they're not there anymore tomorrow. <laughs> Why? Who do you, who? I don't know, Masai? No, yo. No, no, I'm kidding. Yo, after, okay, after Masai traded Andrea Bariani away, I, <laughs> I, he's just a magician and like, honestly, even if I don't agree with any, with what he does, at this point, I feel like I just. But now we get no more free pas, primo pasta and sauce. Primo pasta and sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I think commercial. we did do him dirty and we love you and we hope there's no hard feelings and maybe come back in the future in a year or two if that can be worked out somehow. But he's on a long contract in San Antonio, is he not? Um, I'm trying to remember what his contract situation is right now. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see in a couple yeah. years. Maybe Masai can come up with something nice to bring him back. I feel like he retire. He retires as a Raptor, like on a one-day contract, maybe or whatever. But like, I don't yeah. know. 
If he came back, that'd be sick. Yeah. And maybe, Who hey, knows? maybe, maybe the Spurs want Patrick McCall. We can we can work a tra- <laughs> we can work a trade out for Patrick McCaw or something. Yeah, Patrick um, McCaw. True. So I think then so conclusion that we uh, we did indeed do Demar dirty. It was a business decision, but a dirty one at that. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Shit. So yeah, wow. I think we got a lot of shit off of our chest. Yeah, I that feel was... like this was like I feel like I was on the couch in a therapist. It was therapeutic. Kind of... It was therapeutic. Who's, yeah. Who's who's the therapist though? We were both the therapists and we were both the patients. Wow. That was beautiful. Yeah, I think that was... Yeah, I think all of you need a few days to process how deep that was. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you some time. The, the Monday's coming up soon, so don't yeah, worry. Yeah. You, guys, you, guys, you guys can start doing that on your drive, on your one-hour commute to work. Yeah, good luck, everybody. We hope you have a good week. We know the dread that comes every Sunday when you got to go back to work on Monday. We're, we're right with you on that. We feel it, too. We hope you all have a good week. Thanks for listening. And what's our uh, social media stuff again? So our social media, we are, you can give us a shout out on email at the, it's not the, sorry. It's just doorknobpatrol at gmail.com. Or if you want to hit us up on Twitter, which I've understood the, the kids are more hip with nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So you could do it at our tag, not tag, handle, our Twitter handle. There. It's at doorknobpatrol. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah, send us some. Yeah, send us some funny memes. Whatever. Some, Let us know what you thought nudes. of our podcast. Some nudes. Some dick pics. Whatever. Send us some funny Trump, like uh, you know, some that's... funny Photoshop Trump faces <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yo, that's 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 only from your uh, from your Republican uncle. That's what that's yeah. where you get it from. <laughs> uh, we, we got enough of those, but um, cool. All right, yo, it's been fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see you all next week. Same time next week. Yeah, Gertie. There you go, buddy. All right, have a good one. See you. Peace. I never liked